Hey friends, it's Reagan, and we're back with another episode of Midweek Midrash, a podcast of Auburn Wesley. For those of you who haven't joined us before, this podcast is named for the concept of Midrash, which is an ancient practice of reflecting on scripture, learning to read it deeply, and to see how the ancient words of the Bible continue to be a way that God speaks life to us today. So that's what we want these conversations to look like each week, as we get to dig deeper together into the teachings and concepts we hear about on Sunday night in worship, as a way of keeping the conversation going and letting it reach into every part of our lives. And we're so glad we get to have you with us. So this past Sunday, we got to celebrate our graduating seniors and hear from a few of them about their journeys in college and about some of the experiences and verses that have shaped them during their time at Auburn and specifically at Wesley. Today, I get to talk with a few of our seniors a bit more before we all finish up our time at Auburn. So everyone say hello to my dear friends, Taylor Smith and Amanda Bowden. Hey. Hi. Would you guys mind introducing yourselves and telling us your names, majors, hometowns, all that good stuff? I'm Taylor Smith. I'm majoring in mechanical engineering. I am from Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, what's the other good stuff? Can you think of anything good? I like foosball and frisbee. He does like foosball That's and frisbee. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Amanda Bowden. I am a senior in studio art. I am also from Tennessee, but I'm from Fayetteville, which is tiny. And I also don't know what good stuff to add. Anything good about you? Do you want me to answer that honestly? She's a good um, DM for D&D. &D. <laughs> I am. I'm their DM for D&D. &D. We all play together. Um, I guess now would be a decent time to mention that I actually am also a senior. Um, so I'll be graduating at the same time as these two in about like a week and a half. Huh. Um, did you guys see what you were seniors in? You did, right? Yeah, you did. Um, so I'm a senior in nonprofit studies, um, and I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, and or Lexington, mark. Kentucky. Um, that's my fun thing. I'm from back and forth between two places. Um, so anyway, now that we've gotten into the introductions a little bit, I want to talk about like what our times at Wesley have been like, because um, they've been similar in some ways and super different in a lot of ways. Um, but I kind of want to start with how did you guys end up here? And then eventually, like, how did you end up here? But then why did you stay? Because I think those are two really interesting questions. Um, and that we probably have, again, maybe similar answers, but also maybe a little bit different. So whichever of you wants to go first, take it away. I can start. So I came to Wesley the first time for Thursday Night Fresh Come. It was the very first one of the year. And a couple of my friends in the dorm at the time had been on the Auburn Guides app and they were like, oh, free food. You've been looking for a church community, come with us. Because that was something that I had really been struggling with. I had recently reconnected with my faith towards the end of my high school experience. And I was really, really worried about not being able to continue that in college. Yeah. So I went with them to this Auburn Wesley place. None of us had ever heard of it before, knew anything about it, whatever. We just came for food and we stayed for Bible studies and those friends ended up not sticking around. They found their place elsewhere at Auburn, but I, I very much felt so welcomed and so warmed by this entire community just in that moment. I just kind of say that I came once for food, but that I never left and stayed for everything else. And you kind of did stay for food because you've been the fellowship chair. This is true. So you stayed for, <laughs> you stayed four years for food. Yeah. 
I've been doing food for a long time. <laughs> Taylor, do you want to talk about how you ended up at Wesley? Well, um, I'm glad Amanda's here because she was the like one of the only people I knew in Auburn uh, at the time of my first Wesley event. And I showed up because one, one of our family friends uh, was actually a dorm guy back in like the early 90s. They're really old. <laughs> For um, those of you guys who don't know, Wesley has a dorm where like nine guys live. It's a guy's dorm. And only I'm guys are only guys are allowed to live there. Several of the girls get really irritated about it for a while until they realize how gross it probably is. And then we yeah. don't feel okay. bad about it anymore. <laughs> Taylor has never once complained about the dorm being gross. No, I've never heard that. This is sarcasm. Thanks. <laughs> so anyway, how did you end up at Wesley? So I knew knew him and knew a couple other people that were Wesley people back in the day. And then also a guy at my home church was like, has done a lot of work with just various Wesley foundations in the South. So he was, uh, he kept telling me to come meet this guy named David Goolsby. <laughs> uh, and of all of the people I know, that guy certainly is one of them now. <laughs> That's um, true. But so I showed up at my first Wesley event and I was like, well, I know one person here. And so I followed Amanda around for the rest of that event. For the rest and of I've the last four years. And I've pretty much been following Amanda around for the last four years. Uh, I also came for food and stayed for food as a meal coordinator for two years and uh, volunteering before that. Um, There's a rumor going around from one of our kitchen volunteers this past year that we actually don't like each other at all and are not friends because apparently our working methods don't mesh very well. And so she did not actually think that we were friends, but we're best friends. I don't think threatening someone with a knife to motivate them counts as a working method. It was method. not threatening! Awesome. This is great. This is a peek into the fellowship team um, and their, their methods. Um, so. Once you guys came to Wesley, like, why did you end up staying here? Because I know, like, a lot of us visit a lot of different places in college, and, like, some of us stay for a year, and some of us stay for a couple weeks. Um, you guys have been here since freshman year, mm -hmm. basically. So what, why did you stay? I was really excited to sort of give back to that Freshcom experience that I had. Um, the Freshcom experience for me was something that was just a wonderful integration of everything that I was looking for. It, like one of my dearest friends to this day was one of my leaders then. I go and visit her when I can. We had weekly coffee dates for I think upwards of three years and I just love her to death. And so there was just a, this community of the people that came out of that and a meshing of finding that sense of community that I'd been longing for, and also a sense of religious connection that I had been really hungry for more of. Yeah. And so I was really excited to give back to that experience, and I actually applied to be a Freshcom leader um, my sophomore year on Wesley Leadership, and I was instead offered a completely different position as a meal coordinator. That set me into the fellowship team. Yeah. And I really found how much I like to be behind the curtain. I like to be that man behind the curtain. I like to be someone that puts things up and watches other people enjoy it. I don't necessarily want to be in the mix of things. 
And I've just continued kind of on that, finding those ways to serve and really excite our community to grow with each other yeah. and also find those same reasons to stay. Um, I, I had a similar experience with Freshcom. I didn't have a whole lot of time my freshman year, especially that second semester, uh, when you're kind of starting to mesh with Wesley as a whole more than just the, your freshman class. Um, but every time I did show up, uh, it was like I'd never missed a week. Mm -hmm. There was never any, hey, what did, what did we do last week? What, what are we talking about today? It was, yeah. all right, let's just, let's go. This is fun. Let's do things. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the reason, the reason I stayed, the, the like moment I knew that the community was the one for me, was I walked into Wesley one day. I hadn't been having a great day, hadn't been having a great week. Um, but I walked in just kind of tired and run down, looking for a place to study. And uh, one of, I think one of the Freshcom leaders immediately uh, accosted me in the fireside room and started interrogating me about my favorite Marvel character. Um, I think they were arguing about Captain America versus Iron Man, and I wasn't helping because my favorite is Scarlet Witch. Um, oh, she's great. She really is. But uh, that was that was where I saw that like this is this isn't just a place to go to church. It's somewhere I've spent just about all of my time the last four years <laughs> living yeah. here and uh, meals and all the stuff that happens. Do you know how many times resident managers over the past four years have like found me asleep on a couch somewhere and kicked me out at 4 a.m.? <laughs> I think, um, so for me, I ended up at Wesley in a weird way um, by joining a Wesley like summer mission project when I had never actually been to Wesley before. Um, I just knew a girl um, and another person on the team had not been able to go on the trip. Um, so I went for the whole summer instead. Um, so when I actually started going to Wesley events the fall after that, um, I only knew a couple of people and I didn't really know what I was doing and I was a junior so everyone already knew each other. Um, I felt super new and out of place and the friends that I did have were mostly on leadership and doing things and really busy so I would show up and be like, what am I doing here? Um, but I started like having fun with people um, pretty quickly, which was really great. Um, and a couple of my friends um, would kind of look out for me and make sure that I was doing okay. And then um, I think the reason that I stayed was, first of all, I really loved the people. Um, but also when I started coming to Bible studies, um, they, I don't know, it was the first time that I had been able to sit in a group um, in years actually I was gonna say in Auburn but really since I don't know high school or ever um, and sit down and read scripture together and like be able to voice like questions or like ooh that kind of rubbed me the wrong way or like I don't really understand this part like can we talk about that not just in a like help me get the answer to this exactly right, but help me process this and help me go closer to God through this. Um, so my first or second Bible study at Wesley, um, I noticed that there were other people in the group who were like asking the same questions that I was and being really vulnerable about like their doubts or their fears. Um, 
and like that we had this space to wrestle through all those things together and that we didn't have to be afraid of it um, and that we didn't all have to be um, coming from all the same backgrounds or all the same perspectives or all the same places in order to have a community together and support each other um, and grow closer to each other and closer to God. Um, and for me, like that experience is part of what reminded me that it was possible for me to love the Bible again um, and to love theology again um, and really like made my relationship with God like like opened up the door for that being an even more beautiful um, and like a safer place for me where I started to feel safe to draw close to God again. Um, so that's been like, I still think about that all the time. Um, and it's something that I think about like now when I'm like writing Bible studies and putting together devotional materials, like how can I help open that space for other people? Um, so on a sort of similar note to that, um, what are like places or times um, or ways that you guys have connected to or encountered God um, during your time at Wesley, during your time at Auburn, um, anywhere during your experience in college? I think it's really interesting that you bring up kind of that idea of really falling in love with the Bible and with the theology of it all again. Partly because personally, I remember being in a Bible study with you led by our friends Tripp and Carly about Job. Oh, so good. It was so good. It was a great study. It was such a good study, but it was also just like us as friends, one of the first times that I remember like getting to know you personally yeah. more and really feeling like we were becoming friends more than just like acquaintances that passed right. together at Wesley. But there was a, there was a sermon series probably a couple of years ago now, I don't remember how long ago it was, uh, that Tony and David and a couple of students contributed to about the three orthos. Yeah, I was here for that one. Yes. Oh, I love this study It was so a great much. one. It's my favorite one to date. And so the three orthos include the orthodoxy, orthopathy, and orthopraxis, which are right mind, right heart, and right action. And so I, through that, I kind of realized that I tend to come from things instinctually from a very orthopathic place. I come very from a place of my heart and what do I feel first. And something that I just love so much about the Bible studies and the things that we have been able to look at in things is I've really been able to kindle this passion for the orthodoxy and the understanding the words in front of me. I'm getting a minor in literature and I genuinely enjoy like literature analyses that's yeah. a fun fact about me and getting to approach the bible in that way with a group of people who are also passionate about that has really just helped me further that so much more and it's just so exciting to find that excitement and joy in the scripture yeah i think the gift of like being able to meet with god in all the ways that like come most naturally to you is a really incredible one and then also getting to practice like and experience what it's like to meet God in all these ways that like don't come most naturally or don't come most automatically and to have a place where you can like do all of those things where you can do the ones that are like yes this is where I have like always encountered God supernaturally and then like okay this one is less familiar to me I don't really know how this looks but like 
I get to see what that's like yeah. and I get to put that into practice. I think that's really cool. And even the ones that don't come comfortably at all, still being able to acknowledge them and see their importance yeah. while also acknowledging that maybe that's not where I need to be serving or acting in. Like missions is just not, I love the missions team and I love the missions that Leslie does. And it has never been something that I have found passion or fulfillment from. Yeah. But I love seeing the work that they do and the ways that they help the communities that they get to go work with. But I also can acknowledge that, hey, my place of comfort and of growth do not lead in that direction. Yeah. Just knowing that, like, not all of our journeys are going to look identical. Yeah. Just like not all of our relationships with God are going to look identical. Um, but we get to walk alongside each other in them. So that's really cool. Taylor, what about you? Um, I don't, I don't think I've ever had, you know, any one real event that was a, I see the light angels singing, God is here moment, uh, so much as every time I come to Wesley and see just community, just people, um, here for, here for God, here for Jesus, here for each other. Um, especially it was, uh. As a brand new baby freshman, I'd show up and see people and think, oh, I wish I was cool enough to talk to them. And then, like, two hours later, you're swearing vengeance over Mario Kart or foosball, right. perhaps. Um, and just seeing, being in that group and being comfortable going from pouring your heart out in a Bible study to... Uh, having heated arguments over the best way to cut a PB&J sandwich within 15 minutes was or eat a, a donut or a bagel there's only one right way to eat a bagel and both of you are wrong <laughs> tune in next week to find out how oh my gosh um, <laughs> I'm gonna start my own podcast um, but just seeing that seeing that happen and uh, I guess form and reform as uh people leave and new people come in and now I'm one of those people leaving and I get to see everyone uh, showing up for the first time and having the same experiences that I did. Yeah. Um, also Amanda talked about being uh, the man behind the curtain. It's also also something I like doing, being able to you know, set up dinner every week for um, my friends and the people that I love to have a, uh, have a meal together and spend that time. We quite literally have our thumbs in all of the pies. <laughs> With gloves. <laughs> With gloves, yes. <laughs> Sorry, that's my favorite joke to make about fellowship team. <laughs> it's a good one. Um, so do either of you guys have any like scriptures or passages um, that have been helpful or meaningful to you during your time at college um, that you would be willing to share? I'm asking this like a question. I know that you do. Um, but I would love to invite you to share those with us. I have always really liked Psalm 139. It is um, my, the youth choir at my church back home has been singing a version of it for as, as long as I've been around. Um, and so that was something I was, that's probably one of the first psalms I ever learned from that. Um, just something that I've always, you know, had in the back of my head of, having a rough go at it. Would you um, be willing to read it for us? 
Can I read it after Amanda talks about hers? Yes, you can. So I brought in to share today about the prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane. And I think that one of the reasons that this scripture has for a long time really, really resonated with me is it's one of the like truest moments of Jesus's humanity that I think we get to see. Mm-hmm. And as I've kind of been going through this college journey, I have found myself really struggling with a lot of anxiety and in some situations, a lot of depression. Um, I've recently been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. So we're working through some of that. And there's just something so comforting and so warming about seeing Jesus in this incredibly vulnerable moment, just crying out for his father, knowing that he intimately in ways that I can't even understand, understands me. Yeah. Would you be willing to read that section to us? I can. Um, So I'm going to read the version from Mark 14. It starts on verse 32. Then they came to a place named Gethsemane, and he told his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took Peter, James, and John with him, and he became, began to be deeply distressed and troubled. He said to them, I am deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and stay awake. He went a little farther, fell to the ground, and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. He said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will but what you will. Then he came and found them sleeping. He said to Peter, Simon, are you sleeping? Couldn't you stay awake one hour? Stay awake and pray so that you will enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Once again, he went away and prayed, saying the same thing. And again, he came and found them sleeping because he could not keep their eyes open. They did not know what to say to him. Then he came a third time and said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? Enough, the time has come. See, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let's go. See, my betrayer is near. Thank you, Amanda. Um, as we start to close out, um, I know, I see you, Taylor. I've got a plan here. Okay. Um, I think it would be really lovely to close with Psalm 139. I think that would be a really great way to end. Um, especially like as we're finishing out this week and as the three of us are all going to be graduating and moving into what's next um i think yeah amanda's making faces um i think yeah that's a really scary time um i don't i don't think any of the three of us is a hundred percent certain what's coming next um so that's an exciting place to be um so i think i think it would be really lovely um to be able to read this scripture together or have taylor read it for us um and let this be um kind of a prayer for the three of us and a prayer of reminder um of who god is to us and how god cares for us um for the three of us um for everyone at wesley um for anyone who's listening um especially for anybody who's graduating um because this is a time of like really big transition for all of us and i am really grateful for the reminder of God's presence um, in big transitions and in in between days. Um, And I would really love to get to hear that together. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from far away. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, O Lord, you know it completely. 
you hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit, or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light to you. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all of the days that were formed for me when none of them as yet existed. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! I try to count them. They are more than the sand. I come to the end. I am still with you. Oh, that you would kill the wicked, O God, and that the bloodthirsty would depart from me, those who speak of you maliciously and lift themselves up against you for evil. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with per perfect hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. All right, Taylor, thank you so much for reading that. Um, thank you, both of you, for being here. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope you have a great week, and we'll see you all next time.